Hi guys, um, this is Tanya for Dala Davis, actually. Um, it's, the entire pair K was um, the Tanya for Shabbos. And Baruch Hashem, Hashkechopratis, I missed it. But we are going to do it now. Just um, We're not going to read it inside, but just kind of go through it for a second. Just to, It's really powerful. And it's also the last part of the godly soul's makeup um, tomorrow. Well, today. <laughs> um, we're going to be starting all about the animal soul. So, just gonna go through it a bit, and yeah, but in real time, happy Hey Tavis, because that actually is today. <laughs> uh, okay, Parak Hey Tanya is all about Torah study. So we just said in Parak Dalid, right, that that the godly soul, the way that it expresses itself, and usually when we use the term expresses it, expresses, we think of, you know, expresses yourself to somebody else. When we're talking about the godly soul's expression, we're talking about how she is who she is. How you're expressing yourself sometimes doesn't only mean the way that other people perceive you, but it also means the way you interact with yourself, the way you interact with life, the way you interact, the way you not only perform, again, for the outs- for an outsider, but the way you be, the way you are. And what we're saying is that, that for the godly soul... Um, the way that it expresses itself in thought, speech, and action is literally through a mitzvah. Why? Because the Kali soul, all she is God, all she wants is God. All, and mitzvahs are literally Hashem's will and wisdom enclosed within an action. And so what more could the godly soul want than to be intimate with the one whom, with whom she is in love with? <laughs> you know, and we contrasted like upper worlds and malachim, how for them it's kind of like they have a crush on god they look at god from the outside perspective like oh wow you're awesome we love you you know we're in awe of you we and in this world we said in in the previous chapter like one moment of a mitzvah in this world is is way is worth way more than all the higher worlds because in this world we are actually having intimacy with god we are actually unified with god and to the godly soul that's that's really what she wants. She really genuinely wants nothing more but than to be in her lover's arms. And literally a mitzvah is that embrace, is that unity. So that was Perak Dalid. Um, and just noticing also, just I, I'm not going to go through the whole beginning of Tanya, but from the beginning, what we're kind of saying is like this, like it's not random. Like it's not like, oh, we have this part of us that wants to be unified with God and so let's go do a mitzvah. What we're talking about, we're talking about our soul. <laughs> like we're talking about who we are. And that's why really emotionally and psychologically and meant like all these, all the different layers of our, of our lives, spiritual and mitzvah full and whatever is, is part of full alignment of health. You can't leave it out of the picture because our Gandhi soul is essentially an who we are as we're going to see so is our animal soul we can't leave that out of the picture either but a mitzvah isn't just like something else that we do in our day it's not like we're alive and then we also do a mitzvah doing a mitzvah is a literal expression of our own alignment so you can't you can't like divorce the two um okay anyways parakeh is all about how yes mitzvahs are great yes mitzvahs bring us into alignment but an even deeper alignment than even a mitzvah is studying Torah. And what's interesting about this is that there were, there will be other times in Chassidus. Sorry about my voice, guys. <laughs> um, there will be other times in Chassidus that it's going to say that a mitzvah is even greater than Torah. And that's where it kind of comes down to like, 
like I said this a few times, but like like a deck of cards. Like it's sometimes about looking at the bigger picture and sometimes about looking at one card at a time so that you can see the bigger picture. And sometimes we're going to talk from Yechud Eila, Yechud Tata, Das Ayan, Das Tachtain. Terror is greater, mitzvahs are greater. Like you can see things from different perspectives. At the end of the day, it all turns into one big picture, but there's also moments where you see things from a little bit different. So right now we're talking about the value of terror study and talking about how terror study is actually the greater than any mitzvah. So why? So I'm going to read the English inside for a second. When the intellect perceives and understands some intellectual subject, what happens when you understand something? In this case, we're talking about terror, but what happens when you understand something? Two things happen. Number one, the mind grasps that subject and encompasses it. So number one, my mind is holding the subject. And number two, the subject is grasped and encompassed by and is enclosed within the intellect that understood and perceived it. So for a second, just like literally think about, um, I don't know, the Eiffel Tower or think about whatever, think, choose something to think about. Now notice what's happening when you're thinking about it. First of all, you are thinking about it. Your intellect is wrapped around that subject. And also that subject is wrapped around your mind. And again, you obviously don't have the Eiffel Tower in your brain, but that's exactly the difference between Torah study and thinking about the Eiffel Tower. When we study Torah, not only are we enwrapping the Torah, but the Torah is actually being enwrapped by us. And what is the Torah, as we already know? Torah is literally... Which is one with God Himself, the will and wisdom of God, which is one with Hashem. When we study Torah, we're not only thinking about God, but in essence, God is within us. God is within our intellect, within our Chachma. As Alter says, This is literally the most wonderful unity. In the, and Alter says that there is no unity in the physical realm that is, can be compared to this which I find just fascinating. It's, it's, a, it's the most unified of anything. And not only most unified, but the reason why it's such a big unity is because you're talking apples and oranges here. We're talking about my mind, my body, my experience, and the wisdom and will of Hashem and the essence of God himself. And we're saying that that is what's being unified here. And that's, that's tremendous. And then the last part of Parakeh says, and this is why... The Torah is so powerful. This is the distinctive, infinitely great and wonderful superiority of the mitzvah of knowing and comprehending the Torah over all the other mitzvahs. Why? Because when I'm studying Torah, my mind, my percept, my, and we're going to see, I'll just put this in here because we're about to say this soon. My nefesh hasichlis is literally encompassing, Hashem himself is literally encompassed by and encompassing is literally one with Atmos Ein Saif. And what, what does that lead to? As we know, what does the Nefesh HaSichlis lead to? Oh, just a second. I'll just read this one part. Every time that comes up in time, I'm going to read it again. Each person according to his intellect and his capacity for knowledge. So again, if you're reading this and then you're thinking to yourself, oh, but I don't understand Tyra enough. But the way that I understand Tyra can't possibly be the way that, no, no, no whatever. Your intellect, the way your intellect understands Torah is the way Hashem is manifested within you. What's the Pasuk? Something Bashar, um, her husband is found at her gates. You don't have to go out of your gates. Your gates is where Hashem is. Anyways, 
That's why Torah is called bread and food. Okay, so now this is the last part of Perakeh, and it's very powerful. This is why Torah is called food. What does food do? Food, the first thing that food does, obviously, is when you eat it, it sustains you, right? It gives you health. It gives you life. It also becomes part of your blood. Food literally breaks down into your blood, into your bloodstream. Now, we didn't learn about the animal soul yet, but where is that? We said this for a second already, that where is the animal soul located? The animal soul is located in our blood. Our life force energy is in our blood. Our, our perception of self that isn't only the perception of I am a conduit of godliness in this world. I am only Atzvah's in self manifested in physical form. Like I am nothing but light and love and goodness. I'm whole, I'm worthy. Anything that isn't that, is our blood it's our reactivity it's our anxiety it's our fear it's our it's our natural perception of life founded on the story of separateness from god okay that's that's our blood altar is comparing the tire learning to food and saying that in specifically to in the way that food becomes our blood also tire study becomes our blood what does this mean when our when our intellectual soul is encompassed and encompasses tyra Naturally, what we then are affecting is our animal soul. So, and this kind of goes back to if anybody's following the whole conversation about what is our what is our intellectual soul. One of the main things that our intellectual soul is is it's the it's the conduit through which our godly soul affects our animal soul. It's the it's the it's the channel through which my godly soul, which is very spiritual, and the godly soul can't really get into the depth of knowing what it feels like to be separate because the godly soul is never separate so how does the godly soul have an effect on the animal soul it would be like that story of um the guy who was like the king's son was like acting like a chicken <laughs> and he really believed he was a chicken and then he couldn't figure out how to make him stop being a chicken and so he called this like wise guy and the wise guy comes and the wise guy goes under the table with the son and he pretends to be a chicken and he spends some time being a chicken with the guy, with this kid until eventually after being a chicken <laughs> with him he eventually is able to teach him like actually we're not a chicken let's go be something else but that's the only way you can really have an effect on somebody else when you have empathy right when you're able to kind of be in their shoes and you're able to see to see things from their perspective because the nefesh has sikhlis, the intellectual soul isn't either godly soul or animal soul she is actually able to take one and give to the other which is why it's very dangerous when the nefesh has does not learn chasidis which is why it's very dangerous that the Nefesh HaSichlis does not learn Tyra. And this is why, because if the, God, if, the God, if the intellectual soul isn't encompassed and encompassing the light of Hashem, isn't encompassed and encompassing the truth of alignment, the truth of what we're, we're actually trying to get to, the animal soul is going to take it over. And the animal soul is going to send us story after story after story after story intellectually of why we're not enough, why we have to prove ourselves in order to be okay, why we are not good in this moment. And it's going to be intellectual stories. I actually believe this stuff. I, this, this is true about me. Not only an emotion, it's actually, it's actually thought. <laughs> but when our intellect, when our intellectual soul, when our nefesh hasichlis can encompass and be encompassed, by Tara, by Hasidis, by the truths of I am one with God. I am part of a divine story, just like Leah and Rachel and Leah and, and Sarah and Avram and Yitzchak and Yaakov and Yosef and his brothers and Yaakov and like all these people that we're taught that we talk about in Tara, just like they are part of this divine story, so am I. 
So am I. <laughs> and that's on a very pshat level. And then you get deeper and deeper and deeper and you talk about the Midrash and Gemara and and, and um and Hasidis, how Hasidis comes and says, You're a like Hashem is breathing into me right now. Constant creation. I am not just a random, you know, walking piece of matter, but I am literally divinity being manifested right now, right? So now we have these intellectual experiences, these intellectual truths that my soul is being grasped, that my soul is grasping. And what happens to these intellectual experiences? They become my blood. My in, when my intellectual soul learns Torah, it becomes so one with God. It and my godly soul become so one with God. And then the nature of it, though, is that it actually then affects my blood. It actually then affects my animal soul. Which is, which is fascinating to me that that is the power of Torah. Like when we're saying that why is Torah the best of everything is because it affects our blood. It affects, and what, what is so big about affecting our blood this is dear Tainim. This is Nisav Hakadosh Baruch Hu. This is the purpose of our lives to affect our blood, to affect our nervous system, to affect the way we're actually experiencing ourselves in this world. So that's Parakei. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else to add here. Oh, just one other thing I was thinking of. It's just a sweet thing to notice that, like, when people say, like, "Oh my gosh, Chassidus changed my life," right? Like, that's what generally happens when people start really learning Chassidus. Wow, Chassidus changed my life. And it's like based on parakeh, you can understand like, of course chassid has changed your life. <laughs> like, what else is it supposed to do? Like that is like chassidus and Torah study is literally the tool for alignment. It is the direct superpower through which our godly soul can affect our animal soul, through which we can actually affect our blood, affect our nervous system, affect the way we are experiencing ourselves, experiencing other people, experiencing our lives, experiencing Hashem. And it's it's huge to continuing to study Torah and to realizing that learning Torah and learning Chassidus and I'm going to throw in here, literally it's we have an opportunity every day with Chumash, Tehillim, Tanya, Sefer HaMitzvahs not only just Tanya but there's a whole Chitas to learn <laughs> and especially now, literally the story of Yosef is just so incredible, I highly suggest it but just to notice that we're not doing, in us learning Torah, we're not doing something else other than stepping into who we actually are you we're not we're not like i'm here and now let me also go learn, go learn tara it's the learning of tara that is actually the most awesome conduit the most awesome tool through which i can actually become my most aligned self why a little summary because tara is one with god when i learn tara i become one with the tara because i'm not only doing it i am thinking it i'm becoming it and literally, that's, that, that's what allows my nefesh to actually then affect my blood, to affect my animal soul. And suddenly now I am this person who not only am, am I thinking, oh yeah, it may, it may be true that I'm one with God, but I can actually have moments of, wow, I'm actually experiencing this truth. And I'll end with this, that I once heard from Sterna Ginsburg, she said that what is das? Das is when you can see the dichotomy in your own self-talk. So what does that mean? That you learn enough chassidus that you believe that every single time you say my da'ani, you're literally acknowledging that I am a divine being in a divine world. I am, I am an essential part of Hashem's story of creation. Rabba and Munasecha. I am not random. I am not worthless. I am literal beauty in a and shining light. <laughs> right? That's my da'ani. When you learn this chassidus, that's what you learn. Okay, so now now you're going to wake up in the morning and the first thought that you're going to have 
right after you say Maidani, you're saying Maidani, and then suddenly you're going to think, oh, what a loser I am. You're looking in the mirror, see your pimples, what a loser. You're going to get dressed, oh my gosh, I don't look good today, right? I And are you going to check your to-do list, a million things that you have to do, you haven't done any of them? Oh, shoot, I'm such a failure, right? She says, Das is the moment that you hear your own dichotomy. You hear yourself when you say, you just said, I am Hashem's breath breathing in the world. And then you just said, I'm such a loser. Wait a second. What just happened? What just happened? What is really going on here? I'm noticing a dichotomy in my own inner self-talk. That's the Nefesh HaSichlis. The Nefesh HaSichlis is the part of us that can see the dichotomy in our own self-talk. And that then continues learning, continues exploring, and continues whatever whatever work it is that you're doing. Journaling, IFS, learning Tanya, breathing, meditating, getting into the depth of it, davening, 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 of then being able to say, okay, now I saw the dichotomy. Now let me explore how I can make alignment here. Is it going to be that the truth is that I'm the loser? Or is it going to be the truth that I'm Hashem's breath? And the fact that I'm Hashem's breath does not mean that I now say, oh, f- shut up that you're a loser. It's that I can say, wow, hey, I have a part of me that thinks I'm a loser. Cool, let me explore that. <laughs> Why do I think I'm a loser? You know, let me actually bring that into the alignment too. Let me bring that into the unity too, because I know that even that's not the exception here. I'm not scared of the fact that I have that dark voice. I'm not scared of the fact that I have, because even that's part of the Enam but again, it's it's noticing the dichotomy. That's what the Nefesh Sechus is able to do through learning Tyra, through learning Chassidus. So blessing us all to notice our own dichotomies and to keep learning Chassidus so that we can notice the dichotomies. Because unless you're learning Chassidus, when you say, when you wake up in the morning and you say, oh my gosh, I'm such a loser, you're, you're not even going to think twice. That's what's true. Chassidus literally gives us, and learning Tyra literally gives us the tool, the ability, the strength, the superpower, really, literally just that voice of maybe that's not all that's true maybe that's not all that's true i see a dichotomy here because i've learned another truth i've learned another possibility <laughs> so maybe this is not all that's true anyways to literally continuing to learn chasidis and mashiach now